You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, and this is our latest look at the Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm joined by Steve Gilbert. And, Steve, uh, the Arizona rotation's been getting uh, mostly positive reviews out there in the Cactus League, but uh, one source of concern that sprung up this week was Zach Greinke's velocity, uh, down a couple ticks. Uh, I know it's a topic that, that he addressed with you guys uh, after his latest start, um, but, you know, for a guy whose, whose season ended with a shoulder injury, uh, to, to be down a little bit in velocity, especially at this stage in his career and the innings he's compiled, it's, uh, it's got to be a little bit of a source of concern for this club. Yeah, Anthony, it's always hard, you know, to judge during spring training. You know, every, every pitcher at some point goes through that little bit of a dead arm period or a period where it seems like their velocity is down a little bit. This is a little early in camp for that, but again, you know, they brought Zach along pretty slow this spring um, just because of the WBC and having a longer spring training. So he didn't seem overly concerned about it yesterday. Obviously, he said he would have liked it to have been been better. Um, I think he topped out at about 89.5 miles an hour yesterday, Um, and it's something that he's confident will come back before the end of spring training. Um, so I think before you get too worried about it, let's see what happens over his next couple outings. He did feel like some of his off-speed stuff was pretty good yesterday and took a step forward from his uh, from his first start of the spring. So uh, obviously anything that has to do with Zach Greinke, though, gets, uh, gets a lot of attention in that clubhouse because uh, they're counting on him to kind of bounce back. And, and of course, not, maybe not be the guy he was in 2015 with a 166 ERA. That was pretty uh, pretty otherworldly. Um, but to be a, an ace of the rotation, the top of the rotation kind of guy that they thought they were getting when they signed him uh, two winters ago. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on him uh, uh, beyond spring training. Uh, you know, fascinating bounce back candidate. And, and Shelby Miller is, of course, another one. Um, he had really, you know, two really strong outings to start the spring, then roughed up in his last one. But uh, just what is the overall outlook for, for Shelby Miller here uh, based on what you've seen in, in these few starts? You know, I think he came into camp uh, certainly. Uh, looking to uh, redeem himself from last year. And I think one of the things that that happened last year, certainly and it's always hard to know how to, you know, kind of quantify this, but they gave up a lot and some would say maybe rightly so too much uh, to acquire him uh, from the Braves. And so there was a lot of pressure coming in spring training on him and didn't have a great spring and then had a bad first outing to the season. And that just, it seemed to just snowball on him and, this spring he came in, it seemed like he had a different kind of bounce in his step and a little bit more confidence. Threw the ball really well the first two times out. Um, last outing, um, again, the numbers were not good. Uh, I think what happened with him is he wasn't getting a couple of close pitches, and he let that bother him. And I think that's a, a good reminder for him uh, as you get you know close to the regular season that you're not going to get some of those calls and how you're able to kind of put that behind you and move on. Uh, he wasn't quite able to do that in his last start, and they made him pay. Um, so, But he still seemed, after the start, he seemed uh, far more positive than we'd seen him last year after he had some rough outings. Again, I don't know if you read, we're reading too much into that or not, but he does seem like a more confident guy this spring and, and a guy that, uh, that, that feels a lot more comfortable than he did last year. Uh, another more recent trade acquisition, Taiwan Walker. Yeah, I've heard some good things about his new new delivery. He's a guy who's changed it several times uh, in his young career, but um, but but it seems like uh, some mechanical changes there are, are, are sticking, and, and he's having good results. Yeah, he felt like he was just um, you know he had such a simple delivery before, 
which is great, except it didn't provide a lot of deception. And it was he felt it was too easy for hitters to kind of get a look at his release point and to see the ball all the way through. So he added more of a full windup. And he feels like they're a lot comfort, more comfortable there, and he feels like the, the hitters aren't getting as good a look at him. And whatever the, the, uh, the cause, he's had a couple of really good starts for them. Uh, he's going to pitch again tomorrow. So he's somebody that they're, uh, they're really excited about. Obviously a guy who has a lot of talent, has been around the top prospect list, um, it seems like, for years now. Um, and they're just hopeful that, that this is the year that he kind of has a breakout year and kind of puts it all together. It seems like uh, I saw where he said that the slider is an important pitch for him this year. Yeah, and, and also health is important for him. He had all those uh, bone spurs in his foot, which is kind of amazing that he was able to pitch through all those. Uh, you know, he had like 10 different bone spurs in his foot that they took out this winter. So, or towards, sorry, towards the end of last season. So that, that was a big thing for him, too, is that he's able now, he feels like, um, to, to pitch pain-free. Uh, which is big, and also, as you mentioned, adding that that slider is, is going to be or improving that slider is going to be a big thing for him during the season. Uh, two other young guys in this group: Archie Bradley, Robbie Ray. Uh, you know, these are very early impressions. But what are your early impressions of them and Ken? You know, Robbie Ray's first. The biggest thing for Robbie Ray he had a lot of strikeouts last year is his pitch efficiency because he struggled at times to put hitters away. Um, and they worked deep counts on him last year, and, and all of a sudden you'd look up and maybe there'd be one run in or two runs in, and it'd be the fifth inning, and he'd already be at 100 pitches and just not able to go deep in the game. So a big focus for him is coming up with a consistent third pitch. Uh, fastball slider, fine, but trying to work on, on that changeup that he has. So he tweaked his grip a little bit on it, um, and in his second outing here of the spring, he pitched far better. His pitch efficiency was was much better. Um, he got a couple of double play ground balls when he needed them, and so I think he's starting to kind of get the feel for what he needs to do um, to, to keep that pitch count manageable so that he can pitch deeper in the games. Uh, he was effective last year uh, at times, but it just was he was not able to, to go deep, and, and you need a guy to go more than four or five innings each and every start. Uh, oh, and you, I'm sorry, you mentioned Archie Bradley, too, and I'm sorry about that. Archie's had a, had a few rough outings. He's working again on a third pitch. For him, he's, he's bringing back a cutter that he had some success with during the fall league in 2014. Um, and he's also still, you know, it's been always been a work in progress for him as a changeup because he's always had the fastball and the curveball. Um, and so now he's, he's focused on throwing a third pitch, whether it's the cutter, whether it's the changeup. And uh, for him, he says he's not so much focused on results as he is on throwing those pitches and making sure he throws those pitches. So, um, he's putting less stock in results and more stock in kind of what he's working on. Now, how that plays out, because he's kind of battling for a rotation spot and how the coaching staff use that, uh, I guess we'll learn as we get uh, closer to the end of camp and some decisions have to be made. Yeah, I was going to let you off the hook for only answering half of my questions, Steve, but you're a stand-up <laughs> guy. You didn't leave me hanging. I appreciate that. Um, in the bullpen, not in the rotation, but in the bullpen, uh, you wrote a bit about Jared Miller. He's kind of become an intriguing option for these guys uh you wrote about how his cutter has, has allowed him to raise his stock in the system yeah one of those things uh, a lefty big tall lefty out of vanderbilt and uh, was playing catch with uh, david price before the start of uh, the 2016 spring training and uh, he had told david that he noticed he was throwing a tighter slider or a cutter now these days and david was kind of showing him the grip and they just started playing catch. And, it, it, you know, it's always so funny because pitchers put so much time and effort into things, and sometimes it's just the littlest things or a suggestion here or there that changes everything for them. 
And whatever David suggested, all of a sudden he found that that that, that worked for him, and he, uh, he had this suddenly he had another pitch, the cutter, and it just so happened when he reported for spring training a week or two later that the Diamondbacks said, "Hey, we're thinking about moving you to the bullpen." And all of a sudden now he's that that cutter became a fastball cutter guy, and he went from A ball all the way up to AAA uh, last season, and then rolled right into the fall league and had some uh, good success there, which earned him a, an invite to camp this spring and. Um, his first three outings of the spring, he was outstanding. Um, last one was a little bit of a hiccup, didn't do, didn't do quite so well. But he's somebody that, that's definitely on their radar, if not to make the team out of spring training, um, certainly at some point during the season, uh, because uh, in large part because of that cutter. In fact, he's left-handed and can throw some multiple innings out of the bullpen and, and can be effective against both uh, lefties and righties. All right, there you have it, the latest word from Steve Gilbert. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Arizona D-backs edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.